these, all of these things, we talk about assignments, everything. Why is this? Is because I want all of you guys to live the best life now and the best life to come. And it all involves exposure to a lot of different things. I was saying to Sandy not too long ago, I was exposed to a lot of different things just because of my trauma, right? So I got exposed to a lot of things, not intentionally, but through escapism. But one thing that I know about God, he doesn't waste anything. There's no such thing as a wasted minute. He can recycle anything. You know, I've even given the title of a message about that. So all of these messages, all of these uh, assignments, all of these things that we're calling us to do is so we get something from it. This is so you live the best life now and the best life to come. And today I want to talk about... Um, so Proverbs 26, verse 4 and 5. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will also be like him. Answer a fool as his folly deserves, that he not be wise in his own eyes. So which is it? I don't answer him, or I do answer him. So I'm confused. Which is it? Well, it depends on what the Holy Spirit is saying. Right, it depends on what the Holy Spirit is saying. And understand one thing when the Bible calls someone a fool, this is not a slight against someone's intellect. The Bible would not do that. You know why? It's God that gives intellect, it's God that gives intellect, really. But is what the Bible where it's a slight against. Being a fool has got nothing to do with uh, a lack of, uh, of intellect. It's all about a lack of morality. So being a fool is not a mind problem, it's a heart problem. It is a heart problem. And what it's talking about there, about rebuke a fool or not rebuke a fool, it's talking about someone who is not teachable. It is talking about someone who is not teachable. A fool is someone who is not teachable. The book of Proverbs is all about being teachable, all about being intentional, about getting the wisdom of God. God gave me this message from this morning. So I went to now go into my CrossFit class at 5.20 in the morning. So I'm Zooming there. I don't know if anyone who's in Rhode Island knows it was raining really hard this morning, early this morning. So at 5.20, it was raining cats and dogs. Get to my class. Actually, I'm late. And typically, they, you have to um, register for the class because now there's a certain, as we know, there's uh, uh, volume capacities, right? So, um, so Matt, the owner, saw me. He said, "Oh, I saw your lights in the parking lot." So 
I didn't lock the door because typically the door would have been locked and you wouldn't have been able to get in. So I, I came in and he said to me, oh, Robert, uh, um, listen, you know, if you can just get there, uh, um, get his uh, some minutes earlier, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, there was a side of me, the, the flesh that wanted to respond and not be teachable. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a member. I'm paying to come to this place, right? I mean, I'm not a kid. I come here, but said, no, you know, calm down. Don't let that flesh rear up. And anyway, we are uh, one of the things that we had to uh, today in our obstacle course with COVID was the heavy ropes. And there was a guy that, um, so I had one of the, there's only two heavy ropes. And so there was this really big guy and he came over to me and he said, uh, oh, wow. He said, uh, uh, oh, are you using that? And I said, yes. And I said, but you know what? We can take it in turns. He said, okay. At the end of the class, he came up to me. He said, Robert Wilson Wellness, right? I said, uh, yeah. He said, I'm your friend on Facebook. He said, I listen to you on the radio and I listen to you on John Del Richie's show. So I was thinking, see that? I could have been a jerk to Matt, to the owner. And you know what? Now there's somebody who is there listening because people are too myopic. Myopic means short vision, short sighted, right? Whereas, oh, if it's not their workplace, oh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. People are so myopic. You've got people coming out of church, getting into arguments right in the parking lot with other people or right on the road with other people. This is how myopic they are. This is we are to have a global perspective. We are to be the same on Sunday as we are on Monday. We are to be the same in the parking lot as we are in the sanctuary, right? And I said, uh, and I, I got talking to this guy. He said, oh, yeah. He said, I like listening to you. And he said, I, I'm a, a big listener of uh, John Del Riches. I said, oh, I'm starting my own uh, uh, show. Uh, um, he said, oh, wow, wow, wow. And he even said, and I didn't even realize he was wearing masks. He even said, you know, I'm your friend on Facebook. I said, oh, and I didn't even realize. In fact, I still I haven't had time yet, but I still have to go and find him. But the point being is that God gave me there not only a lesson in teachability, but the reason why you should be teachable. We have to be teachable. If most people get something that will help them, most people will rear up and want to respond and get the last word in. That is a spiritual infant. That is a spiritual dwarf. I have a message. So what? So what that you are wrong? So what? It doesn't matter. The best lesson I've ever, ever, ever in my entire life taught my son is how to own his mistakes. 
That movie, The Last Castle, everybody I've ever, in fact, more, many people say it's my best movie ever, Robert. Use this guy, this guy, this guy goes through the full, you see Jesus in this guy. Don't ever say, oh, I'm watching a Christian movie. It needs to be a Christian movie. God is bigger than that. I read secular books all the time. I see God in them. You know why? Because all truth is God's truth. The Bible is just specific revelation, right? But there's so much more revelation. If you just think that you only see God in the Bible, then you don't know what this is about. All truth is God's truth. Everyone knows, I love that uh, um, statement by Carl Jung, uh, right? If you, unless you make the unconscious conscious, you, it will direct your life. You'll call it fate. You know what? Carl Jung said it, but it was God that gave it. I'll tell you that right now. Because if it's true, which it is, it's from God. Remember when I was doing chemistry, Boyle's law, Newton's law, that was in physics. All of these different laws, they are all God's laws. They just, it just so happened, these were the men that uncovered them. So they got the name, it's all God's, all God's. And I was going over this, I was reading this article the other day, of the stuff, of everything that the queen owns. You got, she owns, I didn't even realize it. She owns all the dolphins in England. She owns all the swans in England. She owns this special kind of bee. She owns the shorelines. How can you own shorelines? How do you even price all of that? She owns, I mean, real estate, I mean, uh, Throughout London, I mean, it is essentially it's priceless. It is priceless, but it's God that owns all of it. It's God that owns all of it. Her ancestors just stole all of that stuff from other people, but it's God that owns all of it. <laughs> really, it is God that owns it all. Really, the earth is the Lord and all of its fullness. Really, everything belongs to God. I'm going to say this now. There's a lot of people get into this whole idea of there's a separ separation between, between the secular and the sacred. It's all sacred. It's all God's. It's very, very important because God is bringing, raising up a people now who are not on retreat. We've been on retreat. The church has been on retreat for a long, long time. Now it's to be not on attack, but to be on expansion, expanding our territory. It's all God's. God wants us wealthy spiritually, financially. Someone was talking about, I know Paul I was talking about, was concerned about me preaching the prosperity gospel. I always preach the prosperity gospel, just not in consumerism. That's all. That is all. 
It's all about prosperity. It would be absolutely ridiculous for the creator of the universe, of everything in the universe, and his children struggling to have what they need. Now, am I going to say that God wants to make everybody a billionaire and give you a Cadillac with furry pink dice? No. But I am going to say this. God wants to give you everything for your needs. My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And yeah, no, everybody's not going to be a billionaire, but everybody's going to have enough. Everybody's going to be such that they can do God's work without getting bogged down in the cares and concerns of this world, without worrying about, oh, I got this bill to pay, or that bill to pay. Jesus met needs right in front of him so that people will be able to face the kingdom of God. Jesus wouldn't go up to a blind person. Let me tell you about the kingdom of God. No, he was like, what do you need me to do for you? What do you need? What do you need right now? What is right in front of you? Then we can talk about the kingdom of God. And so this is all about being teachable. Taking in new information and making the according adjustments. Right? This is what this is about. If we are wrong, we make that adjustment. It doesn't take anything away from you, right? If you are wrong, it's fine. You're wrong. Make that adjustment. It doesn't take anything away from you. It adds to you. My ministry is all about thinking correctly. Someone who will spend two or three days on an argument to try to prove that they are right they are clearly wrong, right? They are clearly wrong. No, except it's okay. My son corrects me. So what? So what? Wait till you see last cast, the last castle. You are going to see a great man who is so humble. No bragging about him. So no, none of that foolishness. No. In fact, actually, this is a man that almost refuses to take compliments. You know, really, almost, you watch this. And this man is just so incredible. I cry each time I watch this movie. It's touched me so much. And so many people, I recommend, you could just see Jesus in this, right from the very start, right to the very end. The way that this man carries himself, really. The humility, the dignity, the respect for other people, the way he lifts people up. And this guy, this guy is a three-star general, and you would never, ever, ever know it. There's none of this, look at me, beating his chest. He shows true greatness, really. So you're, gonna, you're in for a treat. You are in for a treat. And I'm just saying this, I want to see everybody's life change. But in order for your life to change, you have to make these adjustments. You have to be 
teachable. You have to get that flesh under control. And you think about it. This morning, if I would have said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 all of this, if I would have fired back at Matt, what would I have got? Like a little bit of an ego boost for myself. And I am almost sure that that guy would not have even announced that he knew me. But he said, Robert Wilson, wellness. In fact, the guy actually came up to me because he said he heard me speak. He said, I'd heard you on the radio. And he heard me speak to Matt. And he said, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Matt, that's when he said, I'm able to put the face with the voice. And as I said, we all, we're, we've all got our mask on in there, so you don't see a person uh, uh, uncovered. And so it's God just showed me, gave me that nugget. Imagine if you would have fired back, what would it have got you? Nothing. We are going to stop doing things that get us nothing back. These silly pats on the back, they're in the fleshly realm. And you know, I went through that Isaiah the other day on Saturday, I gave an example, and it was about what Satan say, how Satan speaks. I will ascend my throne above the most high. I will uh, uh, be above the stars of heaven. And I, 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 the best way to live a blessed life is to make the adjustments that God wants us to make in this manual. You haven't even started to enjoy your life. You know something? There are people, very, very prosperous people without God, but here's what you can't have without God. You can't have the ability to enjoy that prosperity without God. God's blessings makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. There's so many people who have prosperity that their, their, their demise and their unhappiness is intrinsic to their prosperity. And something is intrinsic, it it goes with it. It's built into its very essence. Wet is intrinsic to water, right? Has anybody ever had? Nobody's ever had dry water. There's no such thing. It's intrinsic to water, right? But you see a lot of people who, who live like that. God wants to bless us in such a way that we are able to be models of God, we are able to be vessels of God that God can essentially point to. Look at the, look at these. These are the models. These are the vessels in a big house. There are vessels for honor and for dishonor. God wants us to be a vessel of honor. The way to do that is to start making these changes. Let's become teachable. I've been talking a lot about humility. Part of humility is being teachable, getting that flesh under control. 
because pride and arrogance and lack of teachability, it's all consistent with the character of Satan. And we know where Satan is going. Matthew 25 verse 41 says that hell was made for the devil and his angels, but also for those that want to follow him there too. And so let's, let's make it a point to be teachable. And you know something? When you are, when you're operating in these fruits of the spirit, of the spirit, you feel so much better. You're happier. You have more peace.